Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Lightning Jim, originally aired in 1952, and the title is The Tornado. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
And now for the thrilling adventures of Lightning Jim. I won't stay back here. Let me out at once, you hear? Let me out, I tell you. Oh, quiet down, Belle. I won't stay back here with this yowling pack of files, I tell you. I won't. I won't, I won't. Let me out of here. Oh, for heaven's sake, quiet down, Belle. It's the Fort Anderson jail you're in, not that fancy reformatory you were at last time. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't got no special ladies department here, Bill. Yeah, right, right, you yeah. dirty, Dawson, sidewinder, you. Jim and Whitey have just returned to their headquarters at Fort Anderson following a successful adventure down in Indian territory where they managed to capture the notorious woman bandit Belle Star and date of the outlaws riding under her leadership. And now we find Whitey reclining in the comfortable depths of an armchair, shoes off, feet resting on a convenient table, chuckling over a bit of gossip in the local newspaper. <laughs> Storm coming up, Whitey. Better close them windows. Oh, you're as close. Yes. Well, load off my mind on Bell Stars locked up good and tight, I can tell you that. Good lad, you don't need to tell me that you're not worried over what the Bell said about the shooting, do you? <laughs> well, I reckon it is kind of foolish way to let her brag and bother me. But you know her record for luck. All the time she's had been taken to jail, the only time that woman ever left the prison for the front door was when her and Sam did that trick at the Detroit Reformatory last year. You remember that? Oh, yeah, I know all that, Lightning. But don't you forget that she has never been our prisoner before. Yeah, I reckon you're right, buddy. We've got a long record of good luck ourselves. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, oh, good to be home, dear. <laughs> Everything's so quiet and peaceful. Hey, hey, Whitey. You haven't taken a look at this side, will you? Sure. Hey, them thoughts, uh, they look just like my divorce. Sure do. I stand this night, that's the nearest I look to stand in the tornado up in Iowa. Yeah. Hey, look, Whitey, off there in the distance. That's well and dust. It is a tornado, my guy. So, and it's coming straight to me. You better get down in the shed. I'll tell you, Hatch. Come on, hurry up. Look out for the ship, sir. Come on, buddy. Open up. Get work, buddy. Oh, 
I I saw that Joyce was going to hit you, Whitey. Thought I could catch it and break the blow with my shoulder, but wasn't fast enough to reckon. Stopped it with my head and said it. Oh. So that's why you threw yourself and talked to me. Why did you do that lesson? Why did you risk yourself for me? Why I'm nothing but a dumb you You're the greatest man in the world. Why did you do that lesson? Upon emerging from the cellar, Whitey discovered that it was hopeless to seek help for lightning Jim close at hand. All about him lay a scene of havoc and confusion. Cries of distress rent the darkness. Pinning his hope upon the slim chance that the garrison might have escaped destruction, he started out. Half blinded by the heavy downpour, Tumbling and groping in an uncertain passage among the wreckage strewn in the wake of the savage tornado, he pushed doggedly toward the army post. At the gate, he was accosted by the sentry. Hi there. Half a moment, lad. What's the matter? Oh, let me pass you crazy fool. I call for help. Now, thank you, Mr. Edwards. I think him, eh? Oh, never heard of him. I've got new orders, not there. Oh, oh, who goes oh, there? Oh, 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 oh. I don't see him, Corporal. Who's going up to your mistress? Pine Sash caught me half a second. Seeing a thought to my ribs, will you? Oh, wait a minute. Why, yes. Living, square, lady. Oh, good morning, Corporal. Sorry, sir. The U.S. Deputy Marshal. Sorry, sir. Uh, didn't know it's a post office. Oh, I didn't know, sir. Turn up the electron for help. Lightning's me and Jack in a cellar to headquarters. It's all alone. He's been hurt. Lightning's Jim injured? He is. Is serious? He's bleeding bad from he's got the big cut on his head. He said my life's going to steal and gnaw him. He might be dying. The army post of Fort Anderson had lain outside the direct path of the tornado and thus had escaped to some extent the destruction which had claimed almost every home and building in the town. A portion of the barracks had been swept away by the wind, but enough had been left standing to provide shelter for the more seriously wounded of the townspeople who were being brought in by the dozens for medical attention. Into this crowded confusion, stretcher bearers carried the unconscious form of Lightning Jim, and Major Bowman, the grave and kindly old army surgeon, deserted his other patients to give the famous marshal immediate care. Weakened by exposure and loss of blood, Lightning Jim's condition was critical, and the conscientious surgeon was able to say no more than that the next few hours would tell the story. Ready? Are you here? Oh, I'm here, Lightning. Oh, you see me now. Oh, my goodness. Where are we, Freddy? Well, what happened? Yeah, don't you know, Lightning. You're at the garrison. You were first here in the tornado. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. Freddy. What about thunder? Oh, thunder's all right, Lightning. She's been there, Scott. Oh, thank God. I, I think the heat of that, Lightning. Yeah, oh, I know. How are you feeling, Lightning? <laughs> I don't know. Is it any fear? Just come to her, Lightning. Oh, uh, Whitey, uh, can I speak to you in a minute? Oh, sure. Uh, let's go in my office. We'll be right back, Lightning. I'll have me... Uh, uh, hold on, Lightning. What's up? Why, uh... Why... <laughs> Uh, nothing at all, Lightning. I 
I just wanted to see you yeah, fighting. Well, you ain't fooling me, Colonel. What is it? Now, listen, Lightning, you're a sick man, and Whitey can take care of what I want. Yeah, I'll be sicker yet if you don't satisfy my curiosity. I know something's up. Well, you can't do anything about it, so you might as well know. The jail was partially destroyed by the tornado, and two of the Star Gang escaped during the confusion. Did Bell Star get away? No. He was slightly injured, and one of the gang was killed. The great uh, leader in Rushburn stole a couple of horses and was seen heading for the border. That is, we gotta go after him. Lightning, I ain't going to leave you till the doctor says you are all right. Thanks, partner. But I'm hard to kill. I'll be all right. You're a marshal, Whitey. Booty comes first. Oh, I know. But I hate to leave you, Lightning. Say, Colonel, could you spare a man to go with me? Oh, yes, yes. Get your horse and come back to the post. I'll have a man waiting at the north gate. Uh, listen, Whitey. Your mom has got a good head start on you. Better take thunder. Thunder? Lightning, you mean that I can ride thunder? Yeah. But don't let nothing happen to him, Whitey. Thank you. Get going. <laughs> Well, what to stop them before this time? I ain't stopping you, sir. I'm going with you. You are going with me? You mean that you're the man that Colonel Steele said uh, to work this job with me? Yes, sir. Corporal O'Keefe, at your service, Well, uh, for the rotten Hold on, sir. Uh, you ain't got no call to feel that way. I'm only carrying out orders, and I stopped you a while ago. Oh, well, that's course. Uh, you say your name is Horton? Yes, sir. Horton it is, Marshal Horton. Well, right, Mr. Man. No command, we got the time to leave. Come on, Thunder. Well, Whitey seems to have no premonition of the danger into which he so gallantly rides. What happens when he meets those murderous bandits, Jake Leader and Russ Finn? And what of the notorious Bell Star? whose threat to escape has caused Lightning Jim such concern. The story unfolds in part two of The Adventures of Lightning Jim, which follows immediately. Now for part two of the adventures of Lightning Jim. It's the morning following the tornado, and Whitey and Corporal Hawkins are following the trail of the escaped outlaws. While back at the army barracks where the injured were brought for treatment, Lightning Jim is talking to Bell Starr, who occupies a neighboring cot. Well, Lightning, for a man whose life was in the balance less than eight hours ago, he seemed pretty tripped. Yeah, Bell. No saying to tell keep a good man down. Now a good woman either, Marshal. Don't forget that. Got a threat to escape, eh, Bell? Take it any way you like, Lightning. 
By the way, since we've got a lie here with nothing to do, I'd like to know how you got into this your business of horse-stealing and bank robbing. Well, your interest is flattering, Mrs. Blackman, but I must say your description of my career is somewhat lacking in delicacy. I heard you was a Confederate spy during the war. That right, Belle? Yes, Lightman. Oh, it was wonderful. Thrilling, exciting, utterly different than anything I've known in my stupid, dull, small-town existence. It gave me a taste of what real living could be. Same old story, eh? Like the James and younger boys. You just couldn't settle down to decent living after the war was over, hmm? I think about the size of it, Lightman. And like it just James and Cole Younger. I served under Mr. Quantrell. You know, come to think of it, I did hear you were the Quantrell spy. Colonel McDougall over at Fort Benton. They're telling me he had had a run-in with you when he was just a non-com. Serving under Major Enid down in southern Missouri. Yes, it was the first day of that encounter with McDougall. But I had my first drive with Beth as a saddle container. That's so, Belle? You see, Lightman, Quantrell was in pretty desperate states at that time. Mm-hmm. He was operating a pitiful little company of 50 men in a territory that literally teamed with Union soldiers and militiamen. And he was badly in need of supplies and ammunition with which to carry on. I see. It was up to you to find out where you could get your hands on them, things, huh? Yes, Lightman. That was my job. Well, Major Enos was stationed in the town of Antonio. So I went up there, herded with one of his soldiers, and got the information I was asking. <laughs> well, the getting sounds simple enough, but what about passing that information on to Quantrell? That was the hard part, Lightman. <laughs> I knew Quantrell was trying to get a man through the federal lines, and that if successful, that man would be waiting just outside of the town of Carthage for me to bring him the information. Mm-hmm. The next morning, as I was starting for Carthage, my Peter was a sergeant of that man. Well, no. This is very early in the morning for a last day right now. Well, good morning, Sergeant McCoover. I'm just on my way to Carthage, and it's a long ride, so I hope you'll excuse me if I don't stand around town. Well, I'm sorry to have to see you, Miss Bell, but the fact of the matter is, it needs your enos, which is a word with you. Well, I have to tell the Major I just couldn't stop today, Sergeant. Tell him I'll see him the next time I come to Matania. Now, if you'll kindly take your hand off my bridle, I'll be on the way. Can I do it, Miss Bell? The orders are to bring you to the Major, and bring me, I must. Why, you're impudent in Highland Beach. Well, don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to do it. Don't sit down, I don't want to Oh, so it's you again, is it? So all the stop. Well, what do you want now? Them rebel tunes you've been banging out for an hour past. I made you set like I tell you, they were scared, driving you mad. That old young fool doesn't have enough brains to go mad with. I'm glad to know my music's annoying him. And you can tell him to me that it'll stop as soon as he sets me free. And I'll miss the call. Well, that don't sound much like the official arrest of a war spy to me. 
Well, I hadn't been arrested as a spy lightning. No? Major Enoch hadn't found out about my spying operations at that point. Oh, I see. I was doing help for another reason. I found out about an hour. You call that speaking bad type caterwaul and music? To go the move. You mean I'm free? I'm free to go to Carthage? Hey, you'll be free to go to Carthage. Last But should you meet a detachment of Union cavalry on the way, be certain to take a good look at their prisoner. I'll bet you a Yankee dollar to a rebel one will be captain at your Oh, your brother Ed was the man that Quan Fell had sent through the federal lines, eh, Bell? Yes, and I was simply explained to Carthage. He'd been seen somewhere along the route and recognized. But by some miracle, he escaped capture and made it through the cottage. Learning this, Major Enos had dispatched the cavalry troops to surround his hiding place and take him prisoner, dead or alive. Yeah, but that cavalry troop had a good hour, two hours start on your bell, and Arthur's must be 35, 40 miles from Newtonia. Surely you couldn't do nothing to save your brother's life. Arthur's was 35 miles by road map, lightning, and that was the route the trip took. I knew a shortcut across the hills. I know there were federal pickets at intervals all along the countryside. I determined to get to the topic. I could have asked Come on, Tony, right here. Oh, One of the bullets too strong for me, but I kept on. Mile after mile was old. Poor little mare. But she didn't already know about sharing switches I taught her that day. But I made it lightning. I got through in time to warn Ed. When that traveling sheep rode into Carthage, my brother was well on his way back to Quantrell's camp with information that made possible one of the most successful and daring raids of his career. A raid that cost the Federals thousands of dollars and the lives of over a hundred men. Well, Bill, all I got to say is that the shame you didn't turn that kind of courage to a good cause when the war was over. They used to ride in the plane with a band of murder and cutthroats. And it convert me to decide a law and order, Latin? Well, maybe so. <laughs> well, how about you making the first just thing? Having these handcuffs taken off me. They annoy me. Yes, sorry, Bill, but you'll have to stay on till the jail's repaired. You'll face behind bars again. 
You might take it into your head trying to speak to me. When I get ready to escape lightly, you may be sure a little thing like a pair of handcuffs won't stop me. In the meantime, many miles south of Fort Anderson, Whitey and Hawkins forced their weary horses along a rocky trail. Two thunder. Two boys. Say, Hawkins, take a look at this track. He ain't more than an hour old, by God, look. Oh, boy. What you say, Whitey? I see these tracks just like this, Hawkins. That means you ought to spot those tracks just as soon as we get out to this fort. Hope you're right, Whitey. Last day of blimey eyes uh, leading us up at sight. I think he's bleeding better. Go right onto the feet, I think. Oh, I reckon it ain't so much fun to spend 16 hours in the saddle than you're used to it. But you've got to keep on riding just to see him. Get up, Thunder. Come on, Hawkins. We'll take it kind of slow going out to this court. You'll go as fast as you can. As soon as we meet up with them bloody flying fish, the happy at all, Bill. Bring him up now, Bill. Don't find no funny business here. Steady, Thunder. Keep the boy. You ain't lightning Jim, you know. Yo, and that's a lucky thing for you, I ain't, Rick. It gives you a couple more weeks to live. Get the guns, Rick. Yeah. Feel good for any hideout weapon, too. You ain't taking no chances. Yeah, leave it to me, Jake. That's the end of the trail for you two, King Stars. We're taking you back in them caves and drilling you. And the state is the trouble of burying. Yeah, they're done, Mr. Rick. All right. Now, get down off them horses, you two. Grab a couple of stocks of that there candlewood. It'll do for torture. <laughs> so we can see our targets better, eh, Jake? Eh, you than torches, Rick. I always thought that poor cat could see in the door. Then up, you even do as you told, for I lose my patience and decide to kill you the hard way. I don't need help. And there's a chunk of blood in 
Never mind me. You get them. Sure, we get them all. Good work, Whitey. Well, now we got all the prisoners together again, huh? Sure, they're all over the way. And all except in Bell. Bell? Bell's car into the jail? No, they rest in fact she must still have the army post. Uh, head spring banks and a trumpet. Well, sir, Whitey. But as soon as he told me the jail had been repaired, I told the turnkey to take Bell back and put her behind bars. But that was two hours ago. The turnkey? Yeah. Yeah, well, see, that reminds me. I have a note for you. Uh, the turnkey left a little leery stable man, and he told him not to send it over for a couple hours. Well, I'll be doggone. You've done it, buddy. Bell stars escaped. Uh, yeah. Listen to this. Dear sir, I hope you will excuse me for what I am about to do. Bell Star is a real lady, and she tells me she is a widow, too. She wants me to settle down to a new life and joy and happiness. So we are eloping in place of me taking her back to jail. Truly yours, John Harder. Thank you, Fort Anderson Jail. Well, I'll be a monkey, don't you? They'll start a loop for the turnkey. Yeah. Let me find Just what happened. They'll start as a thief. Yeah, so we just found out. Eloped with a turnkey. Eloped, eh? Yeah. Well, all I've got to say is that it was sure a short honeymoon for him. Huh? Well, how's that? Has the turnkey been taken in already? Taken in is right. Taken in by Bell Star. Ah. He was just found lying on the ground about ten miles out of town. Clubbed over the head. And so ends another chapter in the lives of Lightning Jim and his faithful deputy, Whitey Larson. <laughs> This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.